Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm thrilled to have Ron Robledo as my guest today. Ron is the founder and creator of Out of the Ashes Comics. He is a creative director, author of two award-winning children's books, has a Bachelor of Science in Business Marketing, is a former instructor at Art Center College of Design, a member of the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, contributor to NAACP ACTSO, which is a high school mentor program, past executive board member of the Monrovia History Museum, and a member of the Pasadena Mexican American History Association. As a former Walt Disney Imagineer, he worked on the design of Disneyland's The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh attraction and was the lead researcher for the 100 Years of Magic event, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the birth of Walt Disney. Most importantly, he is a former Disneyland Jungle Cruise skipper. Welcome, Ron, and thank you so much for joining me today to discuss the characters you've created, and in particular, how some relate to those with special needs and disabilities. Thank you so much for having me. That was quite a list. How old am I? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you, my favorite is the Jungle Cruise Skipper, because uh, ever since I was young, I'll tell you, every time I went to Disneyland, had to go on that ride, so... <laughs> you it definitely make points with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, to, get, to get started, uh, tell me, where do your ideas come from as a writer? They, honestly, they come from, from all over. Uh, there's, there's no one place. Um, as, as you mentioned, uh, you know, I've authored a couple of children's books, and one of the ideas actually came to me when I was in elementary school. Um, and I actually didn't write the story until, um, I don't know, about seven or eight years ago. Um, so they, they come from all over. So then uh, tell me, Ron, why comic books? Why develop your ideas into comic books as opposed to any other media? Um, because I've been a comic book nerd for over a half century. Um, I know that uh, somewhere in my mom's vast collection of uh, photos of the of our family. There's a picture of me on a tricycle with a Batman sweatshirt on and my blanket wrapped around my neck and a little Batman uh, sticker on the front of my tricycle. And that was taken over 15 something years ago. Um, so I've been a <laughs> comic book nerd forever. Still am. Love the Marvel movies. Um, can Marvel and DC uh, completely dig them. Um, for me, one of the things uh, as a person of of color, of uh, Spanish and Native American descent. Um, there aren't a lot of people who kind of reflect myself and uh, my family. Um, again, I have a tattoo of Captain America on my arm, so it's not like I'm trying to just push um, people's Spanish descent. But I noticed that there weren't any. So as I started to uh, create some of my characters, I thought, well, why not have them be of Spanish descent? Uh, I have a few others that aren't. Um, but you write what you know about. So I get to draw upon um, my own personal background um, and add to my characters. So 
since we're talking about characters, tell me a little bit more about the particular characters that you develop. Um, in particular, tell me about one character called the Tank and some of the other characters that, that you've been working on recently. Uh, well, well, the Tank is actually, again, you draw from your personal experience uh, based on an uncle of mine who um, passed away years ago, but um, he had Down syndrome. And I, I thought... Usually um, superheroes, when they um, are in their alter ego, uh, whether it's Clark Kent, Peter Parker, um, mild-mannered, right? You wouldn't suspect that these characters would actually be superheroes. So I thought, what if we created a comic book character based on my uncle um, who has who had Down syndrome, um, which would make for an even more difficult story to tell, number one, because as, this, as the character becomes a superhero and gets his power, he realizes that he can't really talk much um, because of his pattern of speech um, without giving himself away. So it makes for an even more difficult uh, way for him to communicate and do what he honestly always dreamed of doing. Are there other characters as well that you have had a particular motivation or inspiration about from, from family or some particular characters that are really close to your heart? Um, yeah. In fact, let me just add one more thing to, uh, to that particular uh, character of the tank. Sure. Um, one of the things that I did is I based his relationship with, uh, with him, with his, uh, with his grandmother. He lives with his grandmother's um, sweet woman and just always, being affectionate with him. When he uh, obtains his power, uh, unfortunately, one of the negative effects with him is, you know, the his sense of touch um, has been reduced to the point where the loving caresses from his grandmother and kisses, he can no longer feel. So he, on one hand, he's able to do something to help out society. And then uh, on the negative part is, um, with that power, he no longer has can feel the affection of his of his grandmother. Uh, one one of the other characters that I have uh, is who's the uh, the West Coast Wolf. Most of my characters take place on the West Coast because most superheroes take place on the East Coast. So I figured, hey, I'm from LA. Let's again write what you know about. Um, one of them was actually based. Uh, the West Coast Wolf was actually based on a friend of mine who, um, little tiny uh, woman of again Spanish descent. Um, she was in an accident in Mexico. We uh, find out that a car had flipped over and landed on her sister. And this, um, I don't know, five foot nothing uh, woman actually, with the adrenaline rush, was able to pick up the car off of her sister. Oh my so, goodness! Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, she saved her sister's life because of that adrenaline rush. And um, so my thought was, um, not at the time, um, but later, I said, what would you be able to do if you could harness that? Uh, that energy, that adrenaline rush, and just with a flip of a switch, turn it off and on. And after talking to a few friends and some medical people, they said, well, that can't last for long because if you're going to be using up that much, uh, that much energy, that much uh, of your body's content, um, eventually it's going to wear your body down. Uh, could result in not just uh, muscular uh, decline, but also in um, uh, organ um, damage. So uh, this character chooses to continue to use his, uh, 
his newfound ability, which is to turn the uh, essentially superhuman strength because of an adrenaline rush on and off. But the negative uh, effect of it is he's literally killing himself to save his city. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, that's quite an inspiration. Absolutely. Uh, then what are the hopes and the goals that you have for your comic books that you've been working on? Well, I, I hope that they inspire. I remember uh, as a teenager watching um, a little-known movie with, uh, called Hero at Large. Um, geez, the, the actor's name is slipping me um, at this point. But I remember after I saw this um, movie, I was walking out of the theater. It was a little local uh, theater. And I saw this guy who looked very shady. And my thought was, he looks, he's wearing gloves during the summer. Um, and my thought was, he's going to break into somebody's house. You can just kind of feel the vibe, the way he was walking. And my thought was, in my head, does he know that I just came from this movie that inspired me and that I'm not going to stand by and let this happen? And fortunately for me, nothing ever happened. But it was that um, I remember talking to a little boy who was picking on his sister. Uh, this was just a few years ago. And um, kind of doing the, the Spider-Man lecture to him and saying, why are you picking on somebody who is weaker than you, especially your own family. Um, you're stronger than she is. Your goal in life is to protect your sister because she is smaller, she's younger, and weaker. Um, I said, just like Spider-Man would for his, for his friendly neighborhood. And you, would, you can literally see the change on this boy's face and his body. I think, wow, that was kind of interesting. Um, my hope is that um, people who are similar to myself and, and others as well, um, we'll find these, these stories uh, inspiring. Um, as much as I love the Marvel movies, I think that people may not be able to relate because they're essentially not just saving the neighborhood or, or the world now, they're saving the universe. And I like to have it a little bit more where it's a personal touch, where people can see... A little more earthbound? My kids. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, a little more neighborhood-bound. So that, that's kind of the hope. Um, I, my hope is also at one point that... Um, kind of like uh, Homeboy Industries and what they've been able to do for some of their uh, inner-city kids is actually take some inner-city kids and give them an opportunity, whether it's uh, to do illustration, line art, inking, or even storytelling. I'd love to be able to get some of them involved and uh, have them participate. Um, at, at the very least, um, you'd be able to get some sort of a roundtable discussions for it so that they could be a part of the storytelling um, that's that's another one of my hopes. Well, it's a wonderful way to influence people, definitely. Um, so tell me, do you have any personal favorite comic book characters? Oh, um, well, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have superheroes inked on my forearms. Um, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Captain, okay, Captain America, we know that that's one. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. Um, I like to say I may be of Spanish descent, but I believe red, white, and blue. Um, Spidey's <laughs> always been a favorite. I think because when uh, you know, I was a kid and I was growing up and reading comic books, Spider-Man started out as a, uh, a high school student. Um, and that's where uh, a couple of my characters are. They're actually high school students. Um, it's just Batman because, unlike most superheroes, um, he, he has no superpowers. He, it's his brain. Um, I've always thought that that was interesting. You know, he's here. He is among the elite superheroes, and his superpower is 
his mind and, and his body. And, um, so yeah, just kind of the standard. Um, just absolutely dig the, what uh, Disney and Marvel have done with with the Avengers, and um, yeah, um, inspiring for me uh, as far as a storyteller goes. So then, tell me, how can our listeners reach you if they want to know more about your work and maybe get some of your comic books? Um, though they can reach me by going to outoftheashescomics.com. They can reach me by emailing me at ron at outoftheashescomics.com. Um, and um, these comics have actually been a goal of mine for almost a decade. But, um, you know, as a husband and a father and uh, somebody who works, um, having, uh, as you mentioned, Ben still am a creative director and having taught uh, in higher education, um, they have to have a time until the last couple of years where I finally started writing down these characters and coming up with websites and stories and um, hoping within the next six months to finally publish my first comic. So they're going to be um, self-published, but hopefully we'll be able to make a dent. Hopefully we'll be able to fill that uh, area where, again, there's not a lot of people of uh, Spanish descent. Um, but I think my characters have enough personality where um, people will appreciate both sides uh, of the coin with these, you know, they're, their true identity as well as their um, superhero persona. Um, one of the other um, characters that I, I didn't mention that I would really like to is um, that I would like to touch on. I did mention, obviously, um, the tank and him having Down syndrome. Um, and I mentioned also um, the West Coast Wolf. He has a cousin uh, from Mexico. And one of the things that I'd like to draw attention to is human trafficking and he goes to Mexico to save his, his cousin who had been kidnapped and put into human trafficking. Um, and it started out just writing that to kind of, to bring attention to that topic. Um, but the story kind of took on a life of its own and his cousin actually, um, when he goes to save her, um, again, because he's only my, the wolf only has, uh, about 15 minutes worth of, superhero strength at a time. Uh, uh, after that, it's almost as if he had run a, a marathon and his energy and, and he will collapse. So he goes to rescue his cousin and essentially says, we need to go, we need to go now. And his cousin, who has no superhero powers, uh, tells him, I'm not leaving without the girls that are here. And he says, well, if you don't leave now with me, you'll die. She says, well, if I die, I'm going to take out some of these guys with me, but I'm not leaving without the rest of the girls. And here she is just a normal woman who is saying, you know, if it means I'm risking my life to save the others here, then so be it. Um, one thing leads to another, and obviously she becomes her um, her own character. Um, but I, it was kind of interesting the way that this character came about by trying to bring um, that information to light, because I kind of feel like there's not enough that's talked about human trafficking. Well, Ron, your work sounds not only very salient, uh, but very important. And I can't wait for that first comic book to be published and to come out. And when that time comes, I want to invite you back to come back on the podcast to, uh, to talk about it and to let people know that it's available because I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to want to read it. I really hope so. And again, um, 
Well, again, I just want to also mention that one of the other organizations that I'm that I started because I don't have a, enough enough plates in the air that I'm spinning. Um, <laughs> I, I'm starting an organization called um, Locals, um, which is the Latino organization of comic book originators. That was an easy one to come up with, by the way. And the idea is again to focus on people of Spanish descent, whether they're artists, whether they're um, writers. Um, but it, the, the, to join the organization, somebody does not need to be of Spanish descent. They just need to be able to say, hey, this is what I'm working on, and here are some of the things that I'm doing to help to push good characters of Spanish descent. Because, again, some of the ones that are out there currently, they, they just don't set, a, set the best example. Well, if someone is interested in joining that organization, uh, can they do it through your website, or do they have Absolutely, to go yes. to a different one? They can. Uh, do you want to repeat go, your website one more time? Yeah, uh, outoftheashescomics.com. They can contact me, and they can join uh, uh, my organization. Um, again, that's, uh, again, to uh, inspire and promote. Um, but, yeah, and any. Anybody that has any questions or would like some more information, absolutely. Uh, they can, again, contact me at um, ron at outoftheashescomics.com. Thank you so much, Ron, for your time and for sharing some fun and very inspiring stories with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.